1: One, three, four. The number of the beast. <laughs> Hell and fire. <laughs> ah. I'll tell you
0: what, Bruce Dickinson's autobiography is a really good read, you know. I, I'm sure he's probably written like two. I reckon he's written five. There was quite the fanfare around the one he pulled out last year. Right. Which I pre-ordered because I love Iron Maiden. Mm. And uh, it, it, I, I don't think we talked about it on the show before, but he... Um, he has the last laugh quite a lot, like Partridge. Right?
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's, he, get, he's getting on in years. That's the. He you says know, the phrase scars, aren't you? He does. He does some. Good, I love
0: Bruce Dickinson. He's a polymath, genuine polymath, and I love Iron Maiden. But I reckon if I went back and checked, he probably uses the phrase "go figure" about Go figure. fifteen times.
1: Now oh, that's fair play. Yeah, he's pretty. He is Bruce Dickinson. To be fair, he can fly planes he and he's a nine min. And he's a champion fencer. And he's a champion fencer.
0: Uh, Luke and Pete show, episode 134. I am Luke the Luke. That's Pete the Pete yes. over there. Full name, Pete the Pete.
1: Um, welcome. Pete, Pete's welcome. It's um, it's a couple of days after the day in which everyone divorces, Luke. A really? A few days, yeah. Uh, January 7th, probably a week now, I guess. Um, divorce Day, Nationwide. The first working Monday of um, uh, uh, of the year is traditionally the most popular day of the year for unhappy partners to contact solicitors to begin divorce proceedings. Christmas, it's a stressful time. First day back, everyone's filing for divorce. What, you reckon people just go, right, I'm, d- I'm doing it I'm now. done. Right, Get out of the way. Monday, we're, d- we're on it, we're doing it. Is anyone listening to us right now while they're on the way to the solicitors? That's what I want to know. Get in touch. Get in touch to sign the final papers.
0: Hello at Donaldson. And sons.
1: <laughs> for all your needs. Imagine that. We should start. Uh... On that
0: note, I saw something and i tried to find it again and I couldn't, but I- I'm just going to f- just freestyle it. Um, I saw a damning statistic about the nature of men and women uh, last week. And it is right. that um, when a woman in a relationship is diagnosed with a serious illness, mm. the divorce rate instigated by men goes through the roof wow when a man is diagnosed with a serious illness the divorce rate instigated by women drops to almost zero
1: wow that is uh, how depressing
0: is that that's from awful, one man to another Pete how depressing is that
1: that's awful isn't it why is go? that do you reckon
0: it's something to do with the nature of what men and like, women are like I guess
1: I don't know it's difficult to say or do they just feel like they ha- it's their duty they're kind of like under the patriarchy it's their duty Maybe. to look after their uh, ailing husband who's worked all his life
0: well, I, th- I think it's fair to say that that you know, I-, I would argue that women have are much more emotionally mature than men. Mm. So they probably have an idea that a much a firmer grasp of that life isn't just about them, mm. It not just about themselves. Mm. And um, men are a lot more superficial, I'd say. Yeah, uh, I'm not so, obviously I'm not saying all men like that. I mean, I'd like to think that I'm I, saying
1: hashtag all men as
0: the as the only married man in the room. I would like to think that it wouldn't happen. Wouldn't apply to me. What do you mean? Uh, but I hope I never have to find out. <laughs>
1: Well, that'll be looking pretty sure. 200 whatever. Yeah. In a year's Hopefully time. Hopefully not. No. Two, that's, that's two years, isn't it?
0: So you're basically hoping Too that one, me or my wife are diagnosed with a serious illness in a year's time for material for this show? Well,
1: don't write that as a title. But... Do your homework. <laughs> do your homework. Um, also, um, uh, do you, you know um, uh, January the 13th, which was uh, Sunday? I do know it, yeah. No Trousers on the Underground Day. Do you find this sort of thing charming? It's too wacky. Oh, do you find this too wacky? Right. I don't like it. People you, don't wear... No, basically, it started in uh, New York, I believe. The No Pants subway right? It started off as a protest against the heat on the subway, right? Oh, did it, right? I believe so, yeah. Right, but the No Pants... It's less... Pants is like, ah, we well, are not going wear any pants? I've taken down my trousers on public transport. Yeah. It's too, it's yeah. too much for Brits. You do it on a Saturday night. <laughs> And it's a different rule. It's a different, I don't yeah. take my pants down. No. I don't have a bum to speak well, of. I've got two points to say on this.
0: One is front. that because of the success of Movember, mm. charities are really um, unimaginatively trying to get their own Movember. Yes. And you'll see so many of them. And as an ideas man myself, Pete, back me up on that. Right. I think... <laughs> right. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Uh, I think that they need to be stop being so uh, unimaginative and say, oh, because Movember worked we're going to do wear a hat to work day yeah. or we're going to do wear a just dress- it's bullshit attack your left nipple with a chisel exactly Tuesday that's not what I've seen but I get your point <laughs> and and the second thing is I I don't like the wackiness of it all I, I, and people you get that level at you a lot and people will say to me sometimes oh Pete you know he's wacky I'll say no he's no. not and, and Marcus from the ramble says the same thing if anything we dialed down how mad Pete Donaldson yeah, is yeah but
1: it's not yeah, it's not wacky though it's not like it's not like Timmy Mallet it's a genuine mental illness I've got. <laughs> it's a genuine problem where, like, my standards um, uh, I just I'm interested in things that nobody should be interested in, uh, and then I explain them badly to people, and hen- from hence the confusion arises. And then everyone has a good laugh at me. I'm happy with that. If I can make some dollar off being in being the clown, I'll be happy. I'm happy with that. It's fine. Do you see yourself as like an uh, Sats, Carl Pilkington type character? No, because. Uh, no, because Carl Carl's stuff, I guess, is a bit more like he knows what he's doing. But but you say I that. don't necessarily know what I'm doing. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Well, I agree with that. He knows what he knows what buttons to press to. But to, you say to get that, Peter,
0: when we we both worked with Carl, and back in the day before he was as big as he is now, mm. he was still weird. I mean But I, he
1: dials it up. Fine. He dials it fine. up. Fine.
0: But I remember he used to be the guy who used to prepare all the production for XFM. Yeah. And so, if I needed to get a sponsorship read van or something mm. when I was working there, I'd have to go and see him. He had his yeah. own little office. And generally. Very nice chap. Lovely guy. Lovely guy. I've got he nothing was... but fine words to say about the, about the guy. But I'm, I'm telling you now, we knew back then, before he'd ever done anything, mm. that the best way to get him to do stuff for you was to send him like. Freak show photos and stuff yeah. on email, yeah. and he and he would engage. He would reply, and he mm. remembered to do your shit, and then he would do it. Mm. And it. And it got to a stage where he was mad that he was working there because he was. Then he became successful doing other stuff, and then mm. he eventually left. But my point is, it was always at least anchored in some sort of truth. I don't think you dial up your stuff at all. I think if anything, we downplay it.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know why we got to start talking about this, but anyway, <laughs> it, well, the is wackiness of Ross. No,
1: the point is, is this the Pete Donaldson Ross. The
0: point is that um, I I I believe what I'm saying is true because I don't like wackiness as a rule. No, I don't. And and I don't think I'd better spend time with you if you were wacky. No. I I, um, I mean, there's
1: certain things about you I would definitely change. I genuinely had a pump brewing then. (laughs) And imagine if i just let rip. But I'm saying, it's not the kind of podcast. I would change that.
0: I would change the fact that you can't stay in the pub for longer than 10 minutes. What do you mean? You always want to go somewhere else. Yeah, it's boring, isn't it? We're going, go, we're going to go to the football soon and I don't want, I'm, worried, me, I'm worried about whether you're going to last through the end
1: I've got another match <laughs> yeah. I'll end up another match we, I
0: haven't been to the football game with just you and me for such a long time do you oh. stay till the end? of course I do
1: okay fine this is, I, I, don't, I never understand because it's a, it's, a, it's a pig getting out of a football ground at the best of times yeah. I mean I imagine I'll have the opportunity to leave before the end to Newcastle <laughs> to play in Chelsea yeah. but it's not like we have to get up to um, Kings Cross and get on go the train home. to Newcastle it's true, no? or on a big bus look at this uh, Luke what's that? see that? it's like a little kind of button um, about the size of a dinner plate. Yeah. Um, that's electric. You put it on your. Um, you put it on your bed, and basically, it's like a rumba um, vacuum cleaner. But um, it works uh, with like um, what's that light that that, that, that um, disinfects things? Uh, you know, like you, know. you put like yeah, UV or something. Um, it basically disinfects your entire bed. Um, kills. Can I germs. See it working? No germ. No, he can't right. germs. Um, uh, bacteria and dust mite. But basically, it just goes around your and underneath the um the, the duvet. It just basically cleans your room. That um, would last
0: five seconds in my house. You know
1: why? Cats. My cats would destroy it. Cats, cats, cats. Well, i have raised £500,000. I just, l- I love crap Wait, tech. Do you reckon that actually works? I bet it doesn't. Uh, I bet it, it works for five seconds and then it just dies. It's a joke that's gone too far. It's dreadful. I, I love crap tech that gets served to me. Because once you click on one, you get served all of the crap tech that people have come up with. Oh, we've come up with a new um, shutter release, uh, Val, for your, uh, for your um, SD uh, uh, camera, for your your big uh, camera, and uh, it can adjust all of the functions on it. So that's not going to work. Can you, you can you, smell bad tech a mile off. Do you include the infant chip ball helmet in that? <laughs> we put Wi-Fi in your fridge. Why? Yeah. I don't know. No, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> not why. <laughs>
0: we, we, were led, we were led to believe that um, you would get a message to your phone right? saying that, so, oh, you're running so you're out of milk and all this, that, yeah. so get some on the way home or whatever which I would personally find quite helpful. Because at right oh, the moment, man. my wife and I rely on each other to tell us that sort of information and human beings are, are fallible. Mm. And so the, well, worst the-, thing, the worst thing for me, and this is a really British thing to say, so to our international <laughs> listeners, you'll find this entertaining, I'm sure. The worst thing that can happen, if you said to me, Luke, what's the worst thing that can happen to start off your day? Mm. Realistically, as in not that like you wake up and the whole world's on fire, but like realistically, mm. it's when I get up, I start a day, this is how I start my day. I know no one's asked to hear about this, but just very quickly... I start with my day. I get up, and my wife's already gone to work. Uh, she leaves early. I go into the kitchen. I feed the cats, and I put the kettle on. I make a cup of tea. And if I make the cup of tea, and I get to the point, I open the fridge. There's no milk in there. That is it's, it's horrendous. Destitute. It's absolutely horrendous. So that would be very, very happy for. I'd be very, very happy to have that kind of tech. I've actually just realised as well that I can set up my phone to say, "Hey Siri, tell me the news headlines." When I wake up in the morning, and I haven't got to muck around with the radio.
1: Right. That's pretty good. I uh, drunkenly told my Siri to only ever address me as come, quat, come, quat, come, quat, come, quat, come, quat, come, quat. And so now every email that comes to me at the top it says to come, quat, come, quat, come, quat, come, quat. <laughs> Idiot. Why'd you do that? I don't fucking know.
0: That's, a, that's that is That's, that's Again, answer. Not an African. Can a, you again, change it?
1: Again, That's a, I, I can change it, but it's just like. You feel like you should be punished. I think I should be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's self-flagellation. You did that yourself and you've that's what learn. really hurts. No,
0: you've got to learn. <laughs> you've got to learn.
1: Love oh that. dear. Um, Shall we take a short break and then get some emails? Yeah, why not? All right then. We'll be back in a second. Oh, me me, me belly's rumbling a little bit. Is it? Yeah. Need does noodles, mate. I need me, uh, so, <laughs> I need me Mr. Lee's. So keen ear listeners will remember on
0: Monday I promised an email where uh, someone emailed in. A porn-alike. I'm not even going to name him. Uh, name I, him? I can't remember okay uh, I'll tell you hang on a second you
1: right? rinse me if I ever uh, miss off uh, an emailer's name can't believe you're getting away with this alright I'll find it
0: <laughs> carry on talking no. I've got to find it. Joshua no. Williams
1: don't dirty up the listeners' ears Joshua Williams is, is not
0: a name I've just made up that is his name <laughs> emailed in trying to find a look for me and now I'm going to tell you now Pete you haven't seen it I know this is not an audio feature but mm. we'll try our best He's taken a photo surreptitiously at a bar, which by the way, I
1: hate. Yes. Unless you're only going to share it with a very small group of friends. I think a girl took a picture of me yesterday on the train. And a I real don't girl. know, a real girl, not like, she made it may sound like a real doll. Like yeah. weird she, she sex thought, dolls. Oh, it's Hitler. Um, yeah, I am swear she took a picture. I was like, and I was really part I was going, whoa. Like she pushed her cap, like her phone, right? She, it was a really unnatural move because you can tell when people are taking pictures, can't yeah. you? I don't know. Yeah, why. you can.
0: But you, did you question her? No. Have I told you about the time that, uh, oh, man, I'll tell you what, I just, just really you me. what. About seven or eight years ago, mm. I get on the tube, yeah. pissed, mm. and, um, so opposite me is a guy who looks exactly, and I do mean exactly, like Andrey Shevchenko, <laughs> right? The great, um, Ukrainian forward for Milan and obviously latter Chelsea, for those who aren't football fans mm. Anyway, I was like, I've got to get a fight with this guy because I have to share it with you guys. Mm. And, um, and this is where my career of taking photos surreptitiously and sharing it, which I ended. hate, started and ended. Yeah. Mm. I took a photo, and obviously the usual stuff, it fucking clicked. Yeah. And he fucking heard it. Ah. And, 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 and at that point, I was like, shit, he is hard. He, this guy's hard. And ah. he, he looked at me, and he went, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, nothing. He's like, you take a photo of me? He's like, no. And he went, you take a photo. And luckily, he dropped it. I could have got chinned on that day, there yeah. and then. I thought, well, oh, I'm not doing that anymore.
1: That is awkward, isn't but it? But
0: anyway, this guy here, Joshua...
1: You could, the,
0: the listening community will judge him. I'm not going to judge him. He's taking a photo and, he, and, and he sent it in. I don't know. Yeah, he sent it in saying, look, is, is this a Luke Moore lookalike? Right. And I'll tell you now, you've not seen it. Okay. We're going to go through this. I know it's not really an audio feature, but we're going to muscle our way through. There's four men in the photo. Right. Straight off the bat, two men have got their back <laughs> to us. Right. So right. There's, there's not them. It's that, like, guess
1: who? That leaves They're two down. men, right?
0: right? One of them in the foreground is a really handsome bloke. Right. The other one... I don't think it looks like anything like me, and yeah. he's also quite handsome. If oh, i was, if I was gonna speculate
1: him. now, it's going to be that guy, isn't it?
0: Who do you think in that photo he thinks looks like me?
1: <laughs> well, it's oh, it's tough to say, isn't it? It is because there's a young kind of like sprightly-looking curly-haired block, and then there's just a guy with a beard and mark what I think my hair looks like <laughs> in yeah. the front, and it looks like he's ta- the man in the front is taking pictures. Himself with yeah. his mobile phone. So it's
0: not, I mean, the guy, if you need to circle it, it's yeah. hard. To, it's not really worth it even you, in. Maybe
1: a mixture of the two. That young lad's hair with that man's beard, possibly, but. The plot thickens.
0: No. Hello at lukeandpeacher.com. I, I find a bit that. I messed that one. You know, you, based on what you just said there as well, you just reminded me of something else. Um, remember when we went and did a show once with a Swedish guy, producer? Yeah. And yes. he was like really cool looking. Yeah and in front of everyone you said, Luke, that's what you think you look like. Yeah. And everyone laughed. Mm. That cut me.
1: That <laughs> well, I was, I was, sounds I like it sounds like it. It was
0: about three years ago. Yeah, I still think about that now. That was a, one of the be- the, one of the best put downs like, I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> no, I still like burst horsehair sofa. Oh yeah, that was good as it well. It just yeah. looks like hairs coming out. Both accurate. Red. Both
0: accurate.
1: Welcome to my treehouse. Maybe you've seen one of these before. It's called a woodlouse. Rob has been in touch on the emails. Uh, Hello, lads. On uh, episode 130, you briefly mentioned about the politician that killed himself in a press conference and mused about how, if he had been found guilty of uh, something, how could he have had a gun? The man in question was Robert Bud Dwyer. So a little bit of um, a Men Carter update here. A a state treasurer for Pennsylvania who was being investigated for bribery and corruption. He gave out a statement to the assembled press before shooting uh, and committing suicide. Um, He warned the audience of what was about to happen and suggested that people might, might want to leave the room. The incident went out live with only a handful of networks cutting out the feed due to a seven second time delay. Local channel WPVI broadcast the incident in full and even replayed it on the five pm and six pm news without warning the viewers first. And if you've ever seen that video, you'll know that that's an incredible decision to make. Yeah, lot you forget how much blood's in the body.
0: Oh, you, you and I, di- you and I differ from this hugely. You you like seeing these types of videos because you said it reminds you of your own mortality, which I prefer to avoid them as much as possible.
1: Yeah, no, it just makes me think we're just meat, really, isn't it. Have some fun. <laughs> it's it's weird, sort of like it shouldn't be a life-affirming. Is that a Bible verse? It shouldn't be a life-affirming kind of thing. But seeing um, people uh, massively hurt themselves or die, you sort of go, ah, oh, it's all for nothing, innit it? Let's have some, let's have some fun, make some friends, and then leave a bullet-ridden corpse. What do you think happens when we die? Um, the entire world that dies. I think we've spoken about this before. The we haven't. We
0: haven't spoken about this before. I have no idea what you think happens after death.
1: Um, you're the only way you can experience the world and uh, the planets and uh, oh, everything by, is is through your own eyes and through your own perspective. So it doesn't almost matter whether you existed or not because it all gets turned off.
0: So you're you're actually invoking this sort of Copenhagen interpretation of quantum physics there.
1: Yeah, it doesn't the, matter the Niels Bohr stuff. It, just doesn't it, 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 it doesn't matter. It can't.
0: It can't. It can't exist until it's observed to exist.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, just, so just Interesting. your entire you doesn't doesn't exist. The world doesn't exist. You just go, um, if indeed you ever were here, and it's and it's beautiful in a way. But one thing, if we are going to, but the only way you can you, the only way you can sort of deal with life is that there are rules like gravity and me and you talking to each other. It's it's a lie you tell yourself because as soon, in my opinion, as soon as you die, the entire world and everything dies with you. But obviously, um, for the people in this almost virtual world who are left behind your physical so your physical body the energy has to go somewhere so, yeah. your, so your body uh, the, the, this kind of whatever I'm but doing so, now so on different it's never going to be it losing. carries on but your timeline
0: ends and that's that
1: it's not even a timeline no yeah. it's not even a timeline everything ends when I, d- I end do you have and that's I- arrogance yeah I was going to say that's quite <laughs> an egotistical interpretation it's like when I leave the nightclub it's done I'm Done. Yeah. Done. Exactly, no one's it? having a good time no Do you, do you do you have any time at all for the simulation theory I I think it's too cute. It's too it's it's too grounded in our own experiences of what we think a simulation is. Right. We're done. It's gone. It's gone. So yeah. if I blew my head off now, everything would end. Yeah. And that's and that and so be uh spontaneous. Do the things you wanna do. And I know I'm sat in a room twice a week with you chatting about fuck all, but yeah. do the things you wanna do and hug the people you wanna hug and just die. God damn it, die.
0: <laughs> so you're talking a bit about solipsism as there were as well. Anyway, we're getting into yeah, I don't think uh,
1: it's not even it's not even like nihilism or anything. It's it's just it's just like it, nothing matters so why should I, why should you do anything? I think it's in this weird fucking situation we're all in, just fucking don't be a twat. Uh make you know, make a bit of money to make yourself comfortable and um find the person you want to be with and be with them and just yeah, it's good, isn't it?
0: PS, how did Jesus die again? I can't remember.
1: Easter. yeah it was on Easter
0: what about this about tattoo Pete that was that was pleasingly uh, entertaining and very poignant so good on you what about this about tattoos Uh, something you might be interested in here Pete the uh, Russian girl band or no I don't think she said nothing to do with them yeah Uh, I just realised I can't find who who sent that one either this is is (laughs) Pete Donaldson-esque I'll come back to that oh it's from Josh was it
1: Victoria tattoo another guy called called Josh Josh Cutts
0: he says, um, so special. Afternoon, chaps. Uh, working my way uh, through your back catalogue and upon hearing Luke's question about the above tattoos, I was reminded of a time a few weeks back where I was relaxing with a female acquaintance and she asked if I could tell her what I had tattooed and where. Mm. I closed my eyes and she pointed to places on my arms in the most scientifically robust of testing way we could think of how to test. So she basically put her finger on his body at one point right. and he had to say what tattoos uh, he had there. Okay. And he sh- he's attached some photos to show that he's got quite a few. Mm. Um, how many do you reckon he got out of 10?
1: Oh, I reckon it. that's probably harder than you think. Because I've got about like seven and I don't think I could particularly... No, nah, I reckon... How, how many did he, How many has he got? He got one out of 10. One out of 10? Yeah. That's amazing, isn't it? Roll your trouser legs up We'll try it. I, d- I, d- I don't think these really roll up. They're know. too tight. I don't think I'll be don't, get, look, get don't look then. Don't look. I know what that one is. Don't
0: look. All right, roll them up. I want to. I'm going to point on one of your legs. Right. Don't look. Okay. Here we go.
1: You're looking down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you just farted, for goodness' sake, look up. What?
1: Uh, cat
0: in the hat. Correct. Yeah, you Yay. know what you're doing. You haven't got as many as one. you haven't got as many as Josh does. I've only got a few. But that's funny, isn't it? Because you think uh, you, people think of tattoos as being such a big decision i yeah. like, oh, it's going to be on my body oh, yeah. for the rest of my life, so I can't. And then all of a sudden, when you get so many, you can't even remember what they are.
1: Oh, I've, ju- I've, j- look, I've got uh, again, I've got loads of, um, I've got, I've got about seven, I think, and uh, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't like unless there's are Is this on your forehead,
0: Dorian, <laughs> Well, this wicked. is a new thing, isn't it? Like SoundCloud rap, mumble rap, face tattoos are all the rage. I quite like
1: the neck, uh, yeah. I quite like the. I'd quite like a necky sort of one, just my whole neck covered in shit. But that was my plan for my legs, and look how little they're filled up.
0: <laughs> it's because you're, you're not used to doing seeing through admin,
1: are you? Yeah, that's massively. What. Yeah, it is. It's, I mean, it's. A, it's. A, people who have back pieces. I mean, that's like two weeks of work. I'll tell you who's got a terrible back tattoo, uh, Cheryl Cole. Have you seen it? No. Oh, it's bad. Oh, what did you say? It is bad. I'll find it for you. Uh. Well, you look for another email. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, did you see the picture? I, I tweeted a picture of her. She had, I mean, obviously by design, she had inside-out Daisy Duke shorts. Oh, I saw that, yeah. It was very confusing. Why, what's that about? Is that a new thing?
0: Yeah, it's the first time I've ever seen it, mate. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't tell you. It looked oh, no very worries. strange.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello to... Uh, uh Hi, look good, Pete. Uh, enjoying the shows? Thank you for all the great work over the years. Thank you for listening, Kieran Judge. I thought I'd contribute uh, by adding my own cash-related moral dilemma from my student days. Uh, I would like to re- remain anonymous if possible. You've already said his name. Well, I'll bleep it out then. All right. Can you write that down as an edit point, please? <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. point out the little um, puff I did uh, when you were checking out my tattoos. <laughs> What's as well? the email about? <laughs> thought, um, During my first year at university, our landlord asked myself and my three housemates if any of us fancied a part-time job driving an ice cream van. Our landlord was and still is something of an ice cream god in this particular university town. Ever eager to earn a few quid, I jumped at the chance and uh, agreed to accompany uh, my landlord slash boss on an informal training day the very next weekend. The very next Saturday, I was driving a 30-year-old ice cream van to a point-to-point horse race about 20 miles from the university town nice. with my new boss's passenger. It quickly became clear that my uh, boss despised students, and I was an extremely highly strung per- perfectionist. Or rather, he was a, an extremely highly strung uh, perfectionist. Think Roy Keane meets Mr. Whippy. <laughs> Sadly, the decrepit of vehicle could uh, only about uh, could only reach forty miles an hour, which made for a very very long and tense journey. Where the main topic of conversation was Mr. Whippy barking, "Stop riding the fucking clutch!"
0: Oh, he was with him. Wow. Okay, yeah. I thought he just sent
1: him on his way. On reaching our destination, I was handed the timetable. Uh, which involves staying at the race meet until midday and then circumnavigating the surrounding villages on my way home with instructions to be back by 8 o'clock that evening. Mr Whippy took his leave and I was left alone. So presumably just went to the race. Yeah. Um, at this point, I should make it clear that it was early April and still a little chilly, so after an extremely quiet few hours into the point-to-point race, I set off desperately hoping to sell some ice cream to make a good impression on my first day. A further four or five hours passed, Pause for a break, uh, and as I'd been instructed to take a check on how much stock I still had to sell, so I could adjust the boards if I'd sold out of an item. Upon lifting up uh, some pallets of fizzy drinks, I discovered a hold-all full of cash, some coins, but mostly notes, all counted and bundled together. Like my mind went into overdrive clearly uh, Mr Whippy did not know that money, the money was in the van it was well hidden and it was covered in dust so it may very well have been in there a long time the money while not life changing would have meant that I wouldn't have had to spend my weekends getting a bollocking from a crazed ice cream guru conflicted I needed advice this being the late 90s I didn't have a mobile phone at the time so I stopped at the nearest phone box and enlisted the advice of my housemates our conversation veered from taking it all, to taking some, to taking enough for a night out. As the conversation went back and forth, I realised I didn't have the stomach for it, so I told my housemates I was going to return the bag to Mr Whippy at the end of my shift. Some hours later, I returned the back, back to the yard, and once I had reversed the van through the tightest of archways under the watchful tutelage of Mr Whippy, get a fucking move on, it's not a 747, and his two <laughs> brothers, I presented him the bag full of cash, fully prepared to be praised for my honesty. The conversation went something like this. Mr. Whippy, where the fuck did you get that? Me. It was in the van. Mr. Whippy, did you look inside it? Quivering slightly. I did, yeah, and that's why I'm giving it to you, as I thought you'd lost it. You stay here, I know how much is in that bag, and if there's a penny out, you're in deep shit. At this point... (laughs) At this point, I was uh, escorted into a warehouse at the back of his yard while his two brothers blocked the exit. My man was racing. I was absolutely petrified. I was about to be clubbed to death with a clip or mutilated with a magnum or tortured with a twister. So <laughs> I stood for, by for what uh, felt like I was my while Mr. Whippy counted every penny in the bag, which was about 20 grand. Happy that wow. I, hadn't, happy that I hadn't, hadn't helped myself, Mr. Whippy and his two brothers allowed me to leave. Despite this rather menacing start, I worked for Mr. Whippy throughout the summer that year. His approach to his staff was very joy soprano and I was very glad to both move house and find alternative uh, employment in my second year. I'm very pleased despite the temptation I did the right thing eventually and I can sleep soundly at night but part of me still goes cold whenever I hear a local ice cream van pass our house. Woodlass Anonymous man. Yeah. Well done for that. That was amazing. What a great story. If that's true, that's brilliant. It's just like... And there's
0: a lot of stuff around the ice cream wars and the the organised crime behind it and territories and that kind of stuff that happened I think in Scotland in the
1: 80s maybe Mm. which would lend... A bit of credence to that. Would you? Would you? If you were going to steal a roll of uh, notes, would you stash them along the way, or would you, bearing in mind, if him and his brothers find you, they're going to give you a stri- they're going to give you a search, aren't they? Oh, and would they're also you... going
0: to know who stole. St- even if you got away, they're going to know who stole it.
1: Yeah, but if they if they're not exactly sure, they're still going to check you for for, for money, aren't they? I reckon.
0: Yeah. Sorry. I... What would you have done in that situation? I popped a roll up my bum. Because One... you not? Because you know, cause you know a roll, a whole roll of notes up your arsehole Well, are you out of your two mind two or three
1: goes. That's what I. I think if I had a bag, I'd probably put one of them because they're going to check, aren't they? They're going to check if they if they think money is missing. They're going, where's the money gone? So hang on a minute. How are you going to act normal with a massive roll of notes up your arsehole It's not a massive roll. It would just be an average sized roll. It's a couple they're, of. Hundred, they're like that. A few hundred quid. It's like that. Yeah, but just separate them into three or four. It'd be like posting a <sighs> posting a newspaper. <laughs>
0: On oh, the Sunday? Yeah. I don't think you thought that through. Best case scenario, you get away with it. You've got a lot of shitty banknotes. <laughs> you can't even spend them. You can watch them. People think it's a dirty protest. They're paper notes. This is late 90s. They're paper notes. You can't spend them anyway. Oh, well. Good, oy, good luck. Best case scenario, you've got a grand worth of notes you can't, you, you can't spend. Mm,
1: yeah. It's hard, isn't
0: it, crime? Yeah. You've got to think it through. I'd put them things up your bum innit That was like Breaking Bad. That story, lovely, isn't it? I love that. Thanks very much for that. Mm. I want to end up with a couple here. Um, mm. You know, um, at the start of the year, I I asked people to to get in touch with suggestions about stuff we could do. Ooh la la! That wasn't just us sitting around because mm. I feel like we're a bit like a married couple or a pair of housemates, and we don't really have any money. It's yeah, a goggle box, isn't it? And all we do is just sit around playing computer games and watching telly. Mm. Maybe we should go out and do something. Right. That was my sort of spontaneous idea. Anyway, Adam's been in touch. And said no, All right, guys. No pants on the sub. Where? I think Yeah, maybe because that. I think the only thing you need to do is a show at Stubbington Study Centre. I don't know if I've been there myself, despite being fairly local, and I don't know what there is to do, but it could be fun. Hmm. Um, and he also says, check out the previous emails I've sent you. I said, well, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'll judge them on their merits. Stubbington Study Centre, we could go to, Pete. It's not too far from our parents live, but we, I don't think we'd better do a show from there. They wouldn't let us. But we could definitely do. go and look at the Badger sets. We've given them so much... We yeah, we give so we've given We've given them so I want, much. I, I love. I, I don't. I don't for one second think that <laughs> our sway is anywhere near as big as this. But Pete, imagine if there's some people that start with your study centre now who listen, looking at reports, going
1: visitors have gone
0: forty forty percent through the roof. <laughs> we haven't spent any money on marketing. It's up. It's up, Pete. To ask <laughs> if you. <laughs> If you are from Stockington Study Centre and you're noticing that, at least send us a jumper. <laughs> I think send so, us yeah. a badger logo sweatshirt. Yeah. That would be nice. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got one more email if you want to do it. All right then, we've got about time for it. And I thought it might might tickle your fancy, Pete. It's from uh, Alec Lodge,
1: Lodge, who, who
0: says in brackets a meat eater, and that'll become clear wine in a minute. Hi, Luke and Pete. I uh, just thought I'd throw in my two pence worth regarding the Greg's vegan sausage roll. Oh, remember we talked about that?
1: No. Yes, oh yes, they've gone vegan have yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He says, uh, well I'm not wanting to look like I agree with
0: Piers Morgan Basically I think they're pointless Why would a vegan be in Greg's in the first place And why would they spend money in a shop Famous for trading mountains of meat products Love the show, Alex mm. it's a Decent point I suppose But I guess some people might be vegan For sort of health reasons maybe Not just to do with the objection of It's unlikely though, isn't it really? It's a good point I think you'd be vegan for for, for health reasons, can't you? Cause, I mean, yeah, you can. But what I'm saying, is he's right though, because 90 odd percent of people are going to be vegan for ethical reasons. Yeah. So you're not going to want to support
1: a proper business that does that anyway, right? Yeah, good point actually. But I um, mean, it's all about choice, isn't it? It's all about choice. Is it a publicity stunt? Who can tell?
0: Let's not criticise a business for trying to
1: diversify, because <laughs> exactly, we, yeah. might,
0: we might be in the same position at some point. We
1: spoke about this before. Like the w- things change because business get on, businesses get on board. Look at the gay pride movement. Look at how it's been co-opted by Starbucks and big business, and that's how that's what changes the needle. That's what moves the needle. And also, we might need not to, politicians, mate. When this whole foul jamboree packs in, we might do something different.
0: What? Get off with each go other. Diversify our business. All <laughs> oh, right. <okay>. Yeah. <laughs> why is that? Why is your mind first? Gear straight away? We'll go to there. Listen, it's been a fairly um, mild show by your stands, and we still had loads of bum. I was at literally just putting banknotes at my bum. You farted in my face, you put banknotes. at I made it and i be out. And you're, talk-
1: <laughs> you're talking about getting off with me now. Stop it. If I, I thought the pump would be richer, and I thought the sound would be richer, but it's yeah, not. It's pathetic, like it's like a little, path- puff. little puff. It sounded almost like you had a lot of notes at your bum. <laughs> <laughs> and there'd be a pocket of air caught. It's the Queen screaming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right that's enough for that let's uh, get out of here so thank you very much for listening hello at LukeAndPeteShow.com if you want to emulate some of the contributors uh, from this week uh, mm. on email and we're on at Luke and Pete show on Twitter leave us a nice review on iTunes if you get a chance tell your friends about us we're doing
1: it for the love we, we it also like getting love. paid as well so get in touch yeah you're talking about your money quite a lot recently god are you, are you, are you uh, expecting spot, some more landscapes? i bought a new car garden? haven't I have you yeah. what, what, uh, what litre engine is it <laughs> I, don't know, I don't drive I have no idea what to ask yeah. Uh, what have so you got? DAB radio in there? Yeah, I've actually. Oh, lovely. Yeah, that was oh, that was on the uh, that was on the bucket list, near to be included. Have you got one of those um, racing uh, seats? What does that mean? Have you got one of those um, little clear film things with your and your wife's name? I'd love on that. Them. That'd be brilliant. Bring them it? back.
0: Yeah, I should do. Bring That's very back. 70s. Have
1: you got a Garfield stuck the window, or a little man who pulls down his pants when you squeeze a little ball? Yeah, I've on. also
0: got like a a, a boot opener <laughs> thing, which is like man's fingers. Hands. Little fingers. <laughs> so It looks like someone's trapped in the boot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like Joe Pesci. Uh, lovely. It. All right, see you later.
1: Is that all I'm getting?
0: Yeah. Bye. You're bringing the music in underneath later, aren't you?
1: Yeah. Don't do that while
0: I'm saying goodbye. See you later. See you later. Bye. (laughs) Oi, Pete.
1: I haven't stopped it. Oh, stop this.